0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. Man, it's good to be back for another Friday edition of NFP Picks. I'm joined, as per usual, with Alex, Kevin, and Jason. And uh, we're joined with somebody new this week. Somebody filling in for Trey. It's like the baseball World Series here. Morton goes down with a broken leg and got to bring in a reliever. And, and we're here with Nathan, first-time guy on the show. Welcome. Oh, Thank you for having me, Nick. But uh,
1: I feel like a pinch hitter in the bottom of the ninth.
0: Oh, so you're you're, going to hit the dinger. You're going to win the game for everybody. Exactly. So you're going to bring home everybody. Bases are loaded, and you got just four solid picks for us is what you're telling us right now. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I am telling you. How do you feel about the World Series, though, Nick? You know, I really do like the Braves' odds. I think they can get it done. Pitching, for me, is not an issue. I think they can... As long as their bats stay consistent, there's no reason why they can't win. I mean, stealing one on the road in Houston brings out a lot of cool things for them. They can experiment with the lineup a little bit more. They're not pressured into having to put all the all the stops out to beat Houston. So, um, for their sake, they're in a really good spot right now in the World Series. So, what do you guys think about the World Series? Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll pass on Alex on that one. Kevin?
2: Um, you know, I'm kind of, as much as I hate to say it, I'm with Alex, man. I really, really don't think Okay, let's you know, pass. Let's... Jason?
3: Uh, I agree with you. It was big time to get the first game. If they could have got the second game, I don't know if it would have been a series. But uh, Houston's bats definitely were going early in the second game. So we'll see how it goes back in Atlanta. Obviously, they'd like to get them both. They could go back to Houston up 3 1. I think it's their series, but if it goes back 2 2, I think it's going to seven.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll win in six, but that's just me. Nathan, what are your predictions? Uh
1: I think they're gonna have to score more. Like uh, they're gonna have to score a lot more points so they're gonna stay in at the bats
0: Definitely need to stay hot. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Well, you know what? This probably no, they're gonna win a low scoring game. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. I will say this, we got our little gist of baseball out of the way. It's time to get to the real deal, Holyfield type thing here for the podcast. And that's the NFP picks with college football and the NFL. And let's not forget about the NFP 1K parlay at the end of the show. So first, let's kick it off of last week's little recap. How did we do last week, boys?
3: Uh, That was a 7-10 week for your boy.
0: Seven and ten.
3: I mean, sorry, check that. Sorry. Seven
0: and three. Okay, seven and three. Seven out of ten. My apologies. You're fine. Not too shabby. Alex? Yeah, you know, not, not the
4: greatest week. I can't remember off the top of my head how, how I did. Um I think I'm a little a little below uh fifty percent on it. Looking to bounce back this week.
0: Yeah, Kevin.
2: Uh went uh went four and one in the NCAA three and two in the NFL.
0: See, it's not a bad week. I mean, obviously we all had our little hiccups here and there, but I mean, what can you do? You, you win some, you lose some, but as long as you're more in the positives than the negatives, that's a it's a win in my book. But as for my picks, I think I went, let's look here. Yep, I went 8 and 2, I believe. So, I went 4 and 1 in college football and oh, I'm sorry, I went 3 and 2 in the NFL. So, I take it back. Went 7 and 3. Well, Kevin, I think, is the capper of the week again. This is, I have to say, this is a guy that came in here week one and said, I'm a retire. I picked South Carolina <laughs> plus 10.5 on the spread versus UT. I'm a retire. And I told Kevin, I said, Kevin, what are you doing? The fans love you, baby. They, they love you. They, they can't get enough of Kevin. They can't.
2: Nick, oh, man, I appreciate you saying that, dude. I really do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For his own health, this has to be said. Oh, my goodness. But, Kevin, look, you're here. You're winning second week in a row. Not in a row, excuse me. Second week out of the four so far. So you're 50% of being a capper of the week.
2: You know, I know it wasn't included as one of my five official picks, but for about three and a half quarters, I look like the smartest man in America picking ut plus 24 and a half i got laughed off the show last week uh but that's okay that's okay i mean ut just couldn't put together a full four quarters but i looked like a genius there for about three and a half quarters and i was i was living it up believe me
0: was that your kevin's crazy pick of the week sure was oh folks kevin's crazy pick of the week is getting a little bit insane if you want to ask my opinion. I think I, I think we gotta not tone it down, but crank it up a notch with Kevin's crazy picks. How's that sound, Kevin? <laughs>
2: the the hot sign is on, as you would say, Nick. Oh, the hot sign
0: is on. It's always on, baby. That red neon <laughs> sign is hot as can be. But let, let's get into the picks. Enough chitter chatter here. Let's let the newbie go. Your fresh start, like I told Alex last week, Nathan, you're 0-0. Zero and zero. Only thing that can go wrong is you just pick all 10 games incorrect, and then you might just be the laughing stock of the NFP. So <laughs> not a lot of pressure on you, but a lot of pressure. Nathan, please give us your five college football.
1: Okay, my five college football picks. I'll start with the one that I like the most, uh, Wake Forest minus 16 against Duke reason I'm taking this game, I didn't even know this. Wake Forest is 7-0. and And their quarterback, I've just, just watched him play a couple times this year. He is absolutely swinging the ball across the field. And a lot of people are looking at this game as a trap game. I don't. I actually think that's going to be next week for them against North Carolina. But, <clears> yeah, I <throat> absolutely love them. Minus 16.
0: It's a great pick.
1: Um, next, we got uh, Michigan State plus 4. Uh, I think that they can really hold in at home against Michigan. little rivalry game. Uh, Kevin, you're going to be happy to hear this. I'm taking Notre Dame
2: minus three. Let's go, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> they have Iowa plus three and a half. It's going to be a slow game, boring game. And Iowa, I've seen them hold on to the ball for almost an entire quarter.
0: Wow. Wow, so, okay, Nathan. I see yeah, Last Last, I'm not 100% on it
1: because Ole Miss is always going to be Ole Miss, but I'm taking them plus three and a half. Lane Kiffin's offense is absolutely filthy and Matt Corrales.
3: Might win the Heisman.
1: Yeah, Nathan, Matt Corral Matt
0: Corrales. Those are phenomenal picks for your week one in college football. And you said the biggest lock out of those Five picks is Wake Forest minus 16 and a half
1: No, oh, I took them already, I've already taken them minus
0: sixteen. Oh my lord. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Nathan, welcome. All right. Give him a round of applause here. Actually, you no know what? Hang on. I have the soundboard. Let's see if uh let's see if it plays a little bit of something something. It does. It plays a little clapping. People people are cheering. There we go. I love it. Perfect. Well, Nathan, thanks for those picks. And next we'll go with Mr. Capper of the Week. No pressure on you, Kevin. Please, give it to us.
2: Well, you know, I uh, I traveled up to Notre Dame last week. I took them money line over USC in a parlay, cashed. Trey, you know, I, the reason why he's not on this week is because he took USC last week. <laughs> he's too scared to own up to it. <laughs> I normally hate touching Notre Dame games, but... By golly, I'm doing it again this week. Going a little bit different, though. I'm going to take under 62-and-a-half, Notre Dame, North Carolina. I just – I really and truly – I've watched Notre Dame all year. I don't see this game being a, a high-scoring shootout. I just, I just don't see it. Could be wrong, but my first pick, give me under 62-and-a-half, north carolina notre dame second pick i'm going to a team that hurt me and helped me this year but mostly helped me give me byu money line over virginia i do i i think that's a it could be a coin flip game but at the end of the day i'm i'm going byu and then if if i had to i know nate touched the spread but just in case all these picks were to flop because i I got some risky ones I'm just going Wake Forest straight up over Duke. So that could be my one absolute lock. And I know it's minus 850, but if you, throw it, if you throw it, you know, I don't I don't plan on taking all these straight up. I'm throwing all these in a parlay. So going on to my fourth pick, um, I'm going Kentucky-Mississippi State over 46-and-a-half. Now that is a game I do see being a shootout. I see a lot of points in that game. You know, Mike Leach, air raid offense. I just I see it happening. Could be wrong once again, but I mean I, I feel comfortable taking the over at a at a low forty six and a half. And my last pick, you know, I save the save the crazy one for last. Kevin's crazy uh, pick
0: of the week, baby. You
2: know, this is one that I think Jarquin and Nate maybe before the show kind of alluded to it. It was actually Nate just then. Iowa Wisconsin game. Could could be a boring, low-scoring game, but give me the over. It's set at 36-and-a-half, and I also cashed on the Wisconsin game over last week, so I'm kind of hoping lightning strikes in the same place twice here. But give me over 36-and-a-half. I just I, – no other reason than it hit for me last week, and I can see it happening. It's set low, um, but if you if you parlay these five together – You get plus 1,100 odds. Those are my five picks of the week. I
0: like it, Kevin. I like it. And especially like your crazy pick of the week, to be honest with you. Iowa, even though their offense is very old school, they run the ball majority of the time. If I had to do a percentage, it's probably 85% of the time. So, yes, that's what kind of probably hesitates a lot of betters out there. But you're seeing the bright side of – of this type of window here. I think, I think the over will hit another game. I do like for the over to hit is the Mississippi state UK game. You mentioned, I like that a lot. I think coming off of a big win versus Vanderbilt last week for Mississippi state, it only brings more momentum for this game against Kentucky. And obviously we've all seen how Kentucky's played this year. Kentucky's played. Honestly, lights out against all these big power schools in the sec. They're, no longer a basketball school. They are known as a football school now as well. So um I, I, I mean, for the time being, let's put it that way. For the time mm-hmm. being.
4: <laughs> for the season being.
0: Uh, for the season being, exactly. So Kevin, I like a lot of your picks. I like a lot of Nathan's picks. We're off to a really good start on this episode here, boys. So Jason, if you would like to go next, please.
3: First pick, and this is one that I'm feeling most confident about this week. Give me Pitt, minus six and a half versus Miami. I've thought that Pitt's been a pretty good team. I've taken them a few weeks this year. Miami, they played North Carolina, and they got the win last week. I can't recall who they got the dub against, <clears throat> but they've been playing teams close. But Pittsburgh's a good team, and I think they finally get a or they get another good, confident win. Uh, I'm taking them on an alternate, minus six and a half. And then I was going to go Wake Forest, but since everybody's taking Wake Forest, I'm going to throw a little last-minute curveball in there. Me and the fellas were discussing this before the show. Give me the UTEP Miners, plus 14.5 this week. I mean, Florida Atlantic's not a bad team either. They can score, but UTEP is 6-1. and one. They're being spotted. Uh, before the show started, it was 11.5. It already went down to 10.5. So I'm just going to take the two touchdowns with the hook. Give me them plus 14 and a half. My third pick, I'm going to take Kentucky Moneyline. Before the show, that went up to plus money as well. They are on the road. Mississippi State's a good team. Everybody's all over Mike Leach right now because he gave his little candy corn speech, you know. I mean, yeah, Mississippi State's a good ball club, but Kentucky scored the most points on Georgia's defense this year. That offense can score, and their defense isn't bad either. So give me the Wildcats. And then my fourth pick, I'm taking... The Oregon State Beavers over Cal. Oregon State's five and two. Cal is two and five. I mean, the line's close. I'm sure it will be a good game. But uh Oregon State's looking to win. They could potentially win the Pac-12 this year. So give me them for a good fair price on the money line, minus one thirty. And then last but certainly not least, in the late night action, I'm taking the Stanford Cardinals over the Washington Huskies, minus one thirty-five. I just think Stanford's a better team. Washington played with Arizona last week, who is 0-7. So, And Stanford got a win against uh, Oregon earlier this year. So give me Stanford as my fifth pick. And if you parlayed all five of those together, that would be a parlay of plus 1,400.
0: Wow. Okay. There are a lot of good finds this week. There's a lot of plus money to be won. Wow, 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 wow. I'm looking at Jason's picks as I type them out as, as we talk here and I really love the UTEP miners pick this week on my uh, on my show in Murfreesboro, you know. So, anyways, I'm sitting there, we're making our picks, and of course, UTSA is not playing this week. I can't use my hot sign. I had to resort to something else. I had to like, well, I know UTEP, UTSA, kind of sounds similar, similar records. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They're close names. I mean, I'm, I'm they're kidding. basically the same team. Yeah, they're basically, <laughs> hey, same color scheme and everything. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But, yes, I did take UTEP Miners' money line. Well, not money line for this sake, but I took them on my show outright to win. And uh, I think they're a very disrespected team in college football. This FAU team when the Kosey Perry at quarterback, like, don't get me wrong. He's a great quarterback, but when you have a single high safety that's the only time you're going to see him throw like at all downfield and if they're running probably i'd say trips to the right he's more than likely going to do a draw play for at, at quarterback so i mean he's a predictable quarterback but he's efficient so it's kind of a catch 22 situation with FAU but the Miners they can play defense they can do it all just like UTSA just not as good but yeah jason that is my favorite pick out of yours as UTep Plus 14 and a half.
3: I feel that. I mean, personally, I feel the most confident about Pitt minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. Miami isn't bad, but I feel like I do like the UTEP pick as well. That's what I was teetering on that one and a couple different picks. And since a couple of the other guys were on uh, Wake, I just decided to go with the Miners instead.
0: There you go. Now we take it over to Mr. Alejandro himself, one of the original three <laughs> of the NFP. Second week, how you feeling? Coming off a little bit of a, a little, hiccup. Little, little
4: little little hiccup, you know. It, it, it would be my luck to say I'm a college football guy. I'm pretty sure I went two and three with the college football picks, and yeah. I think I went five and five. I think I went three and two in NFL. But I'm I am looking to bounce back here. There's a, there's a lot of favorable matchups this week, and I'm going to start it off with my favorite, which I'm surprised no one in here has already said it. Man, give me the best team in college football minus fourteen against the Gators and that would be the Georgia Bulldogs, of course. Man, no one can really find a way to score against this team, and I just cannot get myself to believe Florida's going to have any luck against this defense. I know it's a big rivalry game. I know that they usually play each other close, but this is a whole different Georgia team that I don't. That that is going to be historically known as one of the best college defenses to ever play the game. So, I mean, give me the Georgia Bulldogs, minus 14, I am blanking on if they are home or not.
3: It's it's on a neutral side. It always it's on a neutral is. Neutral
4: side. It's in Jacksonville, so basically home game. It's basically a home game for both. It's very close to each each side. I guarantee you, it'll be 50-50 split on on the on attendance of that game. But it, it's hard not to take one of the best teams in college football right now against the struggling Florida Gators team, yeah. especially a Florida Gators team struggling to find an offensive identity.
0: Wow. I think there's a lot of malice in that comment, to be honest No, with no
4: you. No, not at all, not at all, not
0: at all. Fans <laughs> of the podcast have to know, Mr. Alex over here is an LSU fan, and if you watch college football, you know what LSU did to Florida, yes. and um, Jason's a Florida fan. I've mentioned already in this podcast, It's, um, I feel the tension in this little call right now. I'm trying to stay evenly keel here. Um, Alex, your second pick, please, before a fight breaks up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: All right. So um, this is – I'm going to go with another game that we've been on. uh, Iowa Moneyline. Wisconsin is a team that offensively is not great. I know they just put on a – they put on a good performance against Purdue. Mm -hmm. But Purdue was ranking towards the bottom of the Big Ten in defense while Iowa is ranking towards the top of the Big Ten in defense next to Wisconsin. Seeing Wisconsin struggle to put up points, especially against Notre Dame and other competition like Iowa, it's just hard not to uh, take Iowa money line. I, see, I think they win this game outright. I like that pick. So, next, I got another money line pick. This one I'm kind of scared. Like like Kevin said, you know, you never know what Ole Miss team's going to show up, but that offense is too explosive. Auburn has – Struggles to move the ball, and if and if they do not find a rhythm early, it can get away from them out of hand like I did, like last week. Ole Miss got out of hand early against LSU. They kind of took over towards the end of the second half, and, and the whole second half it was just just brutal to watch. Very sad to be an LSU fan. So give me Ole Miss money line versus Auburn away. I believe in Matt Corral, Heisman uh, front runner right now. I think they get it done against Auburn. And for my fourth pick, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm going Wildcats. Yes, sir. UK money line against Mississippi State.
0: Don't make me drive over there and bash your head in with a cowbell. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> this Whoa. UK
4: team, which, even though it is a basketball school, they're slightly changing. They've had some decent seasons the past couple of years in football, this being one of them. Um, I just, I just don't believe in Mississippi State. I don't believe in Mike Leach and the air raid, but I do believe in Kentucky's defense and their run game, which can quickly overwhelm a Mississippi State team, get that defense tired, which is their strength. And if their defense is struggling, I don't see their offense being able to bail them out in this game.
0: I mean, yeah, you do make a valid point there 100%. To elaborate more on this Mississippi State offense, yes, like I said earlier, they did – Play Vanderbilt. They did have a big momentum swing there. Vandy. This, yes, Vandy. More like uh, FCS school at this point, maybe. Um, but also, you have to put into account that this game is in Stark Vegas. This game is going to be loud and rowdy. I know Mississippi <laughs> State has three losses, just like LSU and the rest of the bottom feeders of the SEC right now. <laughs> bottom feeders. I know. it's 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 a very tough thing to say right now, but UK is just a better team overall. I, I will have to agree with you. They're just a better. They can play defense better than Mississippi State. That's going to be the the, the defining factor in this game mm-hmm. is defense because you know we talked earlier about the overs and unders. Kevin likes the over, and I think if this defenses on both sides don't show up for sure, the over is going to hit. But I think yeah, UK probably does prevail.
4: Yeah, no, I've been to a Mississippi State game. It does get loud, and that uh, was it Wade wade davis
0: Davis, wade stadium baby scott field
4: the uh the cowboys will play a factor for sure that that is a very loud stadium and a hard place to win on the road but i do like kentucky in this matchup and for my fifth and final pick this is the coin flip one you know you gotta you gotta sometimes gamble a little bit when making these picks and it's 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 a very favorable line and it's byu minus a half for the first half against virginia So, all we need need is them to be a point, and we got that covered.
0: Wow. I like that little nugget you put in there. You know, last week you had Mississippi State minus 6.5 on the first quarter. That hit with ease.
4: Yeah. I mean, I I wanted to do it this week with Missouri, but Missouri is honestly kind of on the same tier as Vandy. When you let UT put up 40-plus points on you, then – yeah, you're. I just can't trust. I can't trust Missouri in this matchup.
0: Yeah, you are completely correct on that one, my good sir. And uh, as for everything else in this podcast, onto my picks. My first pick is very similar to Alex's. I was kind of curious when Alex started naming off his picks. I'm like, did this guy like somehow hack into my computer or something? Like <laughs> they're almost identical, the same as my picks. But I have Iowa money line. At the time I got it was plus 140. Um, I got Ole Miss money line plus one eighteen. Kevin, you're gonna love me on this one. Notre Dame money line, and my last two picks are kind of out of the ordinary here. Um, you know, I I've talked with Alex a lot about the West Coast games, especially when Hawaii plays. A lot of teams when they play Hawaii, they can't really adjust to the time change and whatnot. And Hawaii normally covers the spread with any time those teams play play them at Hawaii. Well, they play Utah State this week at Utah State. It's a two o'clock afternoon start, so that's what an eleven a.m. about, yeah, eleven a.m. kickoff out in West Coast. So that's a bit of a time change for Hawaii. I think it's gonna mess with them a little bit. So give me Utah State money line. Now it is minus two twenty. That's parlay material. I think it's a good value at this point. And then for my fifth and final pick. I think this is an even juicier one. Texas Tech on the spread at plus 19.5. They're playing Oklahoma, who struggled against Kansas last week. I'm not sure how that's possible, but that happened. The minus 30.5, Alex loves big spreads, and last week we were like, oh, he was salivating over every single spread I saw. I was like, Alex, do you need a napkin to wipe off your face? I mean... It was just it was Niagara Falls. Over they here. all pit me in the ass too. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. And this is a big spread, but it's plus plus the you know numbers. So I think I think we're okay on this this end. I think uh they'll bring out a good offense for Texas Tech. They play good defense. I don't know if this freshman Williams can I mean, I know he's probably better than Rattler currently. So that, that just leads me to think that is he ready for the test of Texas Tech's defense? And that's that's what we're going to have to see. And if you parlay all that together, that's plus $21.25. And if you put $10 down on that in a five-leg parlay, ladies and gentlemen, gets you $212.56. Can't forget the change because that could win you extra cash some, somewhere down the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Don't you just love it folks Don't you love it, <laughs> I, want it again, to, <laughs> I want to circle over to
4: I want to circle Nate's pick On the Wake Forest side Because I, I was also looking at that one And Wake Forest being top of the ACC Man I really like that pick I think that's that is, should be a lot yeah. Because yeah, they're at the top
1: of the ACC And I don't think that they're going to go in Like lightly They're mm-hmm. 7-0 and Mm-hmm. And then they're thirteenth, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like not not twelve, not eleven. They're not even in the single digits mm-hmm. I get like they haven't really played too many people, but they've shown. I think they've shown what they need to, to show because that quarterback he's mm-hmm. he's leading them, and their defense has gotten stops. Like they're they have a pretty decent defense, a good secondary. Only thing that I looked up though, they are a little bit hurt at linebacker. Yeah,
0: well, hopefully their defensive front can kind of help them out there. You know. Yeah. Well, so are we all in agreement on Nathan's one pick out of his five picks is Wake Forest on the spread?
3: Yeah, I like Wake.
0: Kevin. Oh yeah, I'm on. I'm on Wake for sure. Okay, and out of Kevin's picks, what do we like the most? Notre Dame under sixty two and a half, BYU money line, Wake Forest money line. <laughs> <laughs> Mississippi State, U.K., over 46-and-a-half. Get off my back. <laughs> one, one the Iowa game, over 36-and-a-half. What are we feeling here?
4: I definitely like uh, Notre Dame is one of the tricky ones, man, because you don't know what Notre Dame team's coming, but they usually play up to their competition and also play down Very to cool. their competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this North Carolina team being mediocre at best, especially from a team that had high expectations, um, I I do like Notre Dame in this game, and they're they're a team that usually wins more than they lose, being Notre Dame, and so I just
0: I just feel like they're gonna get a win this week. Okay. So, would you like to take the money line? Is what I'm trying to get to for everyone. I was about to
3: say. I mean, Kevin said he had the under on that game. I don't know. I'm not good at overs and unders, but I mean, I would feel good about Notre Dame money line or spread. Truth be told. Okay, Nathan.
1: Uh, I'm I'm all over today. Notre Dame. That was. Uh, the one I did not say. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. You, you can take money line.
0: Okay, perfect. We'll go with that. Next one on the agenda here is Jason's picks. He had pit alt spread of six and a half, UTEP minors plus 14 and a half, Kentucky, Oregon State, and Stanford all money lines. What do we think here, fellas?
4: I'm loving the pit. I'm loving the pit. They have a, They also have a Heisman candidate quarterback playing right now. He's been playing great football. Their defense can get stops, and people try to say that Miami's good. I I haven't believed that since about like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. <laughs> so um, get I, I love that pit like the alternate alternate spread down to six and a half. Yeah, Nathan, I love that
1: pit. Pitt is one of those teams. that's just. You always think of Penn State before you think of Penn. But they've definitely, they've definitely brought their best team this year. So, Okay. I'm
0: good with it. All right. As for Alex's picks, he had Georgia on the spread at 14.5. Iowa Not just 14. And Ole Miss, excuse me, minus 14. And he had Iowa, Ole Miss, and UK all-money line, and then BYU first half minus a half. Uh,
2: I got to say I like BYU's first half minus a half. That's a that's a pick I'm also on. I'm on BYU moneyline, so if I had to roll with
4: one, gimme give, give me BYU. Okay. So Jason, what about that Georgia Florida one? Which one would you go for? Oh not
3: touch it. I don't touch Florida games. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think I think there's a maybe
3: slight possible chance that we could cover. I don't no chance we win, but maybe it's like a twenty eight or twenty one point game and late we get a touchdown. Just keep it competitive enough to cover, but I'm not going to touch it. Uh, Out of your picks, though, I mean, I'm on Kentucky Moneyline myself, so I would say Kentucky Moneyline. The BYU game, I almost touched that game myself, but I'm one and one with them, and they gave me a sketchy dub last week, so I'm cautious on touching that. So my vote is Kentucky Moneyline.
0: Nathan?
1: I'm I'm voting for the Kentucky money line. Okay, so uh-huh. Nick's in a pickle.
0: I am in a pickle. I have to choose between BYU minus a half or UK money line. I do like I either don't, one I'm
2: I'm good with going Kentucky money line. I, I like that pick as well.
0: Okay, so everybody's just going against Mississippi State this week. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Pretty much. Nice. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll see Thanks. you guys at the ticket line to go cash in, but uh. You know, if Kentucky loses, I guess I'll just be by myself in line. So it's all right. <laughs> hey.
2: This guy. Oh, man.
0: Well, out of my picks, fellas, what do we like the most? I had Iowa money line, Utah State money line, Ole Miss money line, Notre Dame money line, and Texas Tech spread plus
2: 19
0: and
4: a half. I'd, uh, I'd say Iowa, honestly. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would say, have we used the Iowa one yet? We have not. I like Iowa. I like Iowa in this game. Their defense is – def, Wisconsin's defense is really good, but so is Iowa's. I think both teams are going to struggle to move the football, but Iowa in the end has a way better quarterback, and Wisconsin's quarterback is god-awful. Nathan? I'm with it. I like I like Iowa in this one. Okay. I think they're going to control
1: the ball.
0: All right. All right. So we're all in agreement here. Our little five lock picks for everybody to put into a little group parlay – Wake Forest plus 16 and a half, Notre Dame money line, Pitt minus six and a half on the spread, UK and Iowa both money line. Folks, that is your NFP group parlay of college football this week. And we'll get to our NFL picks after this short break. And welcome back after that wonderful little short advertisement by yours truly. If you're not using Anchor, I don't know what you're using to do your podcast. Anchor has been a phenomenal tool for me and my podcast. It's helped me grow so much. Uh, My fan base, everything. So, again, thank you all for listening to this podcast and continuing to listen to it. It's been a true, true blessing to have everyone along for the ride. But let's get back to it. It's the second half of the show. It's time for the good stuff. It's time for a lot of plus money this weekend in the NFL. Gentlemen... What do what we like him? there is there a lot of plus money? I just want to hear consistent, consensus. There's a lot of plus money this week. There's a
1: lot of plus money this week, Nick.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. Thank
1: you. I got you. No one came in. I'm
0: sorry. That's okay. See, this is why I bring you in, Nathan. You're you're the pool hitter. You're bringing it home, man. <laughs> I, I told you. You're bringing it home. Well, anyways, let's get to it. We're going to go the same order as last time. Nathan, give us a walk-off homer with these picks. Come on.
1: Okay. With my first pick, I'm going to go with Bengals minus ten and a half. The reason I'm I'm firmly now a Joe Burrow believer, he's an absolute dog. He he can do it all for the Bengals. He's He's changing the entire franchise. And I bring up the Bengals before another pick. People don't realize the Bengals are first place in the AFC. And that's absolutely insane. But you know who's third? It's the Tennessee Titans, and the one team that is in front of us is the Raiders. It goes Bengals, Raiders, Titans, and if you look at the rest of the Titans season, we have the Colts, the Rams, the Saints, the Texans two times, the Patriots, Jags, Steelers, Niners, and Dolphins. I know I'm a Titans fan, but I honestly think the Titans should win most of those games, but... Either way, I just think that the times are going in the right direction. And I also took them plus two and a half this weekend. The only thing I am worried about is the matchup between uh, Pittman and uh, Jack Rabbit Jenkins. That absolutely frightens me. But hopefully you can turn it around. Then following that, I have the Washington football team. And the Broncos under 45 and a half. Both teams are they're struggling at the quarterback position, even though Heineke has been playing much better. And then after that, I have the Bills, minus 13 and a half. I think that's gonna be they're gonna be able to hang in there in that game. And then lastly, I took the Rams minus 14 and a half. Uh, they should be able to take care of business against the Texans.
0: Okay. Nathan, those are good picks. I do have to ask you about Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Can we just call him Janoris Jenkins again? I feel like he's lost the respect of being called Jack Rabbit because of the poor the poor play he's had on the field. Would you agree? I honestly yes and I think that we're
1: we just need to keep it simple for him. Like the Titan Stevens has been making some great defensive play calls, but they're the most complex. I honestly think we just need to keep him with one assignment. And let him do it because when we keep him with doing the same one or two things, he isn't too bad. But when we change up his coverage constantly, that's when he starts making mistakes.
0: Right. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear more about Nathan's in-depth analysis with the Titans, come join back in on the Nick Frazier podcast folks next week. As Nathan and I talk about the Titans upcoming game and talk about the Colts aftermath. So please, ladies and gentlemen, join back in for that next week. There should be two episodes out. It's going to be a good, good one. Not a doozy. It's going to be a good one. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go on with the next one. Capper, where are you at? Is he there? I'm here, man. I'm here. I knew you didn't leave, Kevin. <laughs> let give us your picks here, kid.
2: Man, I I hate to do this to my boy Nate, but I just I just think this Titans Colts game. It's a trap game. I just. I smell the New York Jets game in the air with this one. I just, I'm not touching it. I'm staying away from it. But I just got a bad feeling about this Colts game. I just got a bad feeling about it. But my first pick, Cowboys Nation. We're riding this week in <laughs> Minnesota. Dak, I know he's he's still listed as questionable. Uh, he did, did practice today, though, so that's a good sign um give me cowboys money line minus 124 over the Minnesota Vikings i think that's a i'm not going to call it a no brainer an easy one but just really don't don't know why that line is so tight but anyways uh, Dallas Cowboys is my first pick second pick a struggling Seahawks team but i think i think they win against old urban and the the bar dancer Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, money line, minus 172. Urban got caught with his his hand in the cookie jar, per se. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I shouldn't have taken it there, but I did. (laughs) Uh, So, Cowboys, Seahawks, moving on to my third pick. And, And this is another money line. Chargers over the Patriots. I think that's an easy one. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, I know uh, Jarquin was right last week. I took the Ravens over the Bengals in a divisional matchup and you know he said it's kind of smart to stay away from divisional matchups and divisional rivalries and sure enough he was right, but by golly, I'm doing it again this week. <laughs> Give me the Bucks over the Saints. Uh, I think that's another Another easy one, minus two fifty-five. Little bit of juice there, and I, I spoke about the Jets earlier. Uh, give me the bingles spread over the Jets. I think they, I think they cover easy. I don't think they pull a Tennessee Titans and go up there and choke. Uh, so my last pick, give me the bingles spread.
0: Okay, that's Kevin's fifth and crazy pick of the week for the NFL. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Um, let's go on to Mr. Jason over here. Jason, I know you have some good, good little picks here for the NFL. Let's hear them. All
3: right. Well, this is not in my five, but since we are a Tennessee Nashville based podcast, just gonna say if I did have to touch some action, like Kevin was saying, it is a divisional game, and we do kind of have a. Muddy history with the Colts, but I am going to ride with the Titans to keep it going. Got two. just been on fire lately, so gave me the Titans plus money. But on to my five picks. Um, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills on an alternate, just minus nine and a half, just ten points, nothing fancy versus the Dolphins. They crushed them the last time they played them. Dolphins got too much going on with the Deshaun Watson and To a drama and just give me the Bills minus nine and a half then it's going to sound crazy after the performance that they just had this last week but I'm going to take the Bengals minus nine and a half versus the Jets but I just have this funny feeling I know it's the Jets that they just might come out and play because everybody's just so high on the Bengals after a big week to where it could be hairy but it is the Jets so I'm just going to go with my gut and Say, forget about that nonsense. Give me the Bengals minus nine and a half. And then give me, they let me down last week, but we're going to go back to the well. Give me the 49ers on an alternate spread, minus two and a half versus the Bears. Way too much going on in Chicago. Justin Fields not playing well. Everybody's tired of Matt and AJ, Just too much stuff trending down for them. So give me San Fran by a field goal. Then I'm going to take... The Chargers on alternate spread. The line's only four, so that's not a crazy line to take. But I'm going to take uh, just alternate minus two and a half as well by field goal over New England. I just think the Chargers are a better team. New England's been playing teams close, but they have a, a knack for choking it late. So give me the Chargers by three. And then same thing with the last two. I'm going to go Tampa Bay over New Orleans. Uh, I just don't trust James Winston. They only scored 13 last game. Tom Brady is having an MVP caliber season, and it's a tight line. It is a divisional matchup, but give me Tampa Bay by a field goal as well. If you parlayed all five of those, that would be plus, damn near plus 1,100.
0: Okay, that is very good. All right, I like that. I like that a lot. Alex, do you have anything to say about that? No, he does not. That's even better. <laughs> folks unbelievable we have lost them we see them can't hear them we'll be back with another break and when we come back we'll get alex's picks and we're back again for a wonderful little segment here on the nick fraser podcast you know before we started doing the nfp picks i usually would end my shows with a little segment called Meals with Meatball. Alex knows exactly where I'm headed with this. I do a little little uh, list called the Tennessee Tasties, Nashville Nasties, and I kind of want to incorporate that again because after COVID, a lot of really good restaurants ended up closing down for good or relocating or just closing temporarily and still are closed. So it's unfortunate there, there are a lot of good places that are, you know, missing in the Nashville scene right now. But, um, you know, Halloween is right around the corner. It's this Sunday, October 31st. I mean, it's 31st every year. And what'd you guys grow up with? I mean, as for candy purposes, what what what's your go-to thing here, Jark? See, uh, we we brought up the Mike Leach thing. I myself am a big candy corn
4: guy. I love candy corn. And um, but if I had to go with like a favorite candy, you know when I was a kid, it was, it had to be either See, I wasn't really a chocolatey like. I mean, I love chocolate, but when I was a kid, I really loved me some Gobstoppers, man. That was the if I I got like a little pack of three of Gobstoppers, man, I would put like nine of them in my mouth and just just swish them all around until I got
0: to the nice center.
2: Oh man, what a statement!
0: I could just see a third grade Alex (laughs) just Gobstoppers. He's smiling ear to ear, and his teeth are the color of a rainbow. Looking like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's your go-to is the gobstoppers. Yes, I, I, when I was a kid, as I'm,
4: I as I've matured, I've begun to enjoy the Reese's a lot more and the Snickers. But when I was a kid, I just was more of that like super just sugar, sugar, sweet, sweet stuff.
0: Okay, Kevin,
2: you know, as a kid. I was either smoking Smarties or little <laughs> Pixie sticks. Uh, no, but all kidding aside, uh, a friend in the friend group, John Lefford, taught me one thing. Yep. You get that Hershey's cookies and cream, and you put it in the freezer. All mm. right, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a total game changer when you put the candy in the freezer. So if I had to go, I go to give me give me Hershey's cookies and cream for sure. <laughs>
0: So Hershey's Cookies and Cream. What makes it different from every other Hershey's?
2: Uh, Nick, Nicholas, where do I start? Do I, it's got the Oreo little crisp in there, man. Throw it in the freezer. Get you one, bro. Okay. Yeah, it's delicious.
0: I'll probably wait till November the 1st when all the Halloween candy is like two cents. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then I'll do You cheap it. son of a gun. Now I know why you're talking about, the scents in the payouts.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, it adds up after a while, okay. baby. Now, Jason, I, I have to ask. I've asked these two already. Your go-to Halloween. You said you're not a big candy corn guy when we mentioned Mike Leach. What is your go-to?
3: Well, actually, no. I just said... Oh, everybody's all over Mike Leach with the candy corn nonsense. I mean, I don't love candy corn. It's like I don't go out of my way to eat it. But if it's presented, I'll eat it. It's not bad. Yeah. But uh, my go-to candy, uh, I mean, I had a few. But, yeah, Kevin kind of hit I used to be a big uh, cookies and cream guy. But to mix it up, probably like Sour Patch Kids. I've always liked sour candy. So that's a good one. Uh like those little Airhead Extremes. Those are good. I kind of like gu- like gummy things. Like, have y'all ever had those, uh, like the nerd ropes or the nerd clusters? Ooh. Like, Mike Leach was talking about those, but those are good. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I- honestly, I like a lot of candy. And a curveball. Didn't try this until I was actually in college. Always wanted to try it. Saw it in a movie. Uh, shout out Dave Chappelle. Won't name his movie. But uh, Abba Zabba's. Abba Abba's Abba's bro. If you ever try this, so like, it's like it's so like a good. it's like a sugary flavorless taffy, but like a creamy peanut butter center. It sounds weird, but it is very good. Very good.
0: i will have to give that one ai have to give that one a I'll have to give that one a second evaluation. That just, you,
3: Yeah, it's good, man. Trust me. It's trust odd, me.
0: Odd combo. It
3: sounds weird Explain, but just
1: trust me.
0: Nathan? For me, I don't think it's keeping home.
1: You know, that was my favorite thing on Halloween, when you get back home, and you jump out the bag, you see what you have, and you have like 14 of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's usually what gets killed first. And if you didn't kill those first as a kid, you weren't normal. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know every last one of you did that.
3: Oh, yeah. Reese's and Snickers. Snickers is also just a classic go to you. For talking chocolatey stuff, oh, uh, yeah.
4: See, I remember when I was a kid, um, I had like you know, I'm, I'm an older brother and sister. And I don't know, like, with all you other people that have siblings, if y'all traded candy, but uh, I was a I, I always traded my Reese's and my Snickers to my siblings because they loved them so much more than me, and I they would give me just a bunch boatload of other things for all my Reese's and Snickers. So I was a big, I was a big trader back in the day of those two specifically. Maybe that's why I didn't get to eat a lot of it when I was a kid, just because my sister and my brother would just trade me all the time for them. Trader, Trader jerk. I was, I was a marketer. <laughs> I was, a, I knew all about the economics of trading food when I was a kid, I can't lie. <laughs> Ask anyone at 10 tables, man, I was wheeling and dealing all my, my food <laughs> I bring.
0: Well, I I have to say for me, when it came down to candy, I'm a big Skittles guy. Skittles are solid. I don't know what it is like the uh, I'm trying. Is it the tropical one? Is that the blue? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That one's unbelievable. I like those blue pack. And then I think I'm gonna have to go with my two chocolate ones for sure. My, my go-to is Kit Kat. I I just, Mm. you can't go wrong. Andy, Andy Bernard from the office got me. Break me off a piece of that. Chrysler car. No, it is (laughs) Kit-Kat bar, my friend. Kit-Kat bar. (laughs) But yeah, Kit-Kats. I love Three Musketeers. I'm definitely going over the limit here of two. I'm going for more. Three Musketeers. Um, Let's see what else. Twix. And then, you know, me and Alex, we got to share this experience our last year of football in high school. Our coach that took over for our high school at halftime, he like had a whole bucket of Snickers bars, like the Mm -hmm. big ones. The big ones you get from Walgreens, I'm like, all right, what's the deal? I know we're down 24 and a half. Why why are we eating Snickers bars? I'm kind of confused about this. This logic doesn't seem right. (laughs) Well, apparently, you know, it has peanuts, so it's giving you a little bit of protein, the healthy fats, basically just giving you a little energy boost is what it was. And... I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, I've only got in about like eight plays tonight. (laughs) I've gone on special teams like six times. So a total of like 14 times. Yeah. I'm eating, I'm eating about, uh, okay. I'm eating about probably a full thing of Snickers. And I'm going out for second half stretches. And I'm like, man, I don't feel so great. Like, Like, what in the world's going on? I don't know what he was trying to do, but everybody looked kind of lethargic afterwards. I'm like, this, uh, it's a strategy, you know. You kind of got accustomed to it after after the season progressed, but yeah, that was very odd, wouldn't you say, Alex? Yeah,
4: I wasn't a Snicker at halftime guy. I couldn't eat at halftime. I don't know how people ate like three bananas in a Snickers bar at halftime. I guess I don't know. I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of hungry because, like, you know, I me, mean, I don't eat throughout the day just because the nerves of playing the game. And then obviously you got your freshmen eating all the food at halftime. I'm like, all right, what's the deal here, fellas? Are y'all are y'all just hungry too? What's the deal? So, but yeah, no, I think Snickers would be up there for me. Um, when you guys were little, like, did you uh, when you went trick or treating and stuff? What what was y'all's like main go to costume or like the most memorable costume y'all can remember? Nathan, we'll go with you first. Uh-huh.
1: I'm just being completely honest. I was like a Power Ranger three straight years and a ninja four straight years.
0: So it's pretty simple for me. Oh, my goodness. What about you, Jason?
3: Uh, One year when I was younger, I dressed up as Lionel from the Thundercats.
0: Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. Kevin... Kevin. I, I really don't remember any off the top of my head, man, to be honest with you. Are you serious? Yeah, I just... You didn't ever dress up as Rudy for Halloween? Rudy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: think I did, you freaking...
0: Uh, we to keep it clean today. Right? <laughs> no,
3: don't poke a Notre Dame fan about the Rudy movie. They don't like it. Yeah. They do not like Sorry it. Sorry
0: about that. And then I got to ask Alex. I know Alex probably had some good ones. We, you know, we went to grade school together, and, of course, Nathan was there too. So I'm I'm ready to listen to what Alex has to say.
4: See, I'm, I'm with Kevin. I don't really remember one in particular because I, I wasn't I, – I was changing every year, you know. I was a little fashionista. I wasn't going to be the same guy back-to-back. I had to get <laughs> a new costume every year. I was one of those kids. But I do remember very vividly my first ever Halloween – Cause you know, you know when you're a kid, you're going out to Halloween. You really don't get it, but when you get to that first house, oh, this is
0: oh, this is every house.
4: <laughs> yeah. Every house is gonna give me candy. And uh, my parent, my mom, loves to say that once I figured out the whole gist of Halloween, uh, I could not be stopped. I would go to every single house possible and get <laughs> as much candy as I could. And I remember first Halloween, I dressed up as a little cute little baby cow. <laughs>
0: A little cow. A little, a little
4: cow, just sprinting house to house. I was beat my, I beat my older siblings to every house. I, I could not believe people were just giving this stuff away for free. Hey, do you have any <laughs> like
0: little face paint on? Yeah,
4: uh huh. <laughs> I had the poster bang. I was a little, I was a little adorable kid. I need to find the picture of it. Oh. I was a little cutie.
0: Yeah, we need to see that. We need to see that for sure. Man, I'm trying to think when I was. Say but I was like six years old, maybe seven or eight, somewhere around that little age there. I told my mom, I think the best Halloween costume was just a bunch of raggedy clothes that I had in my, like, closet. And I dressed up as a homeless man for Halloween one year. And my little cardboard sign, it said, we'll work for candy, or like, donate candy, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, uh, everybody got a kick out of it. I got so much candy that year. And that was the year I brought my my uh, pillow, like, my pillowcase. Like, normally I don't use a pillowcase. I'll use, like, a backpack. And, uh, yeah, kind of sus. I know, bringing a backpack. Oh, that uh, very sus. But, I mean, when you see it from a little kid, you don't think it's, like, anything major. But, um, so, yeah, I would do that. i go with a bunch of friends. Sometimes i go with Alex when we were kids. And we just go house to house and, and I remember there was one Halloween, man. I'd say we was probably in like the fourth grade, and my mom and dad, we stayed out until eleven thirty. And there was a house that was having like a Halloween like block party, and they were handing out free slices of Jet's pizza. Mm-hmm. And like, I I was eating pizza while running to another house. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is this is living, man. <laughs> And then the next day, I remember like you were saying trading with like friends at school about Halloween candy. Man, traded all day every day. Everybody didn't want Skittles for some reason. That was like kind of odd to me. Well, a quick short break and we are back again, Alex. We finally have you back. I don't know what happened. A little technical difficulty. Technical difficulties. It happens. We might need to upgrade your system. Whatever you got over there. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well.
4: <laughs> The question was asked is what I was thinking about Jason. It's, it's kind of like he had a little uh, opening, a little third-seeing eye into what I was about to be picking this week, you know? <laughs> he is the ultimate spread guy, and I am actually tailing that Bengals minus 9.5, you know? That that 10.5 is just a little fishy, you know? Just give me the 9.5, make it a 10-point nice little football win score, you know? I like yeah. I like the Bengals minus 10.5, honestly, but a little 9.5 just to be extra safe. And also, I was thinking about doing Chargers down to 2.5 as well, but I have confidence in this Chargers team coming off a bye at home, lighting it up against New England. So give me the Chargers minus 4 against New England. Mm. Also, I do love the 49ers. That Chicago Bears team is absolute dog water. They have the worst <laughs> ranking offensive line in the whole NFL. Justin Fields is getting sacked more than any QB rookie has ever been sacked before. It's more than Burrow. Just because Burrow got lucky, I guess lucky and got hurt, and so he didn't have to get played the whole season. But if Fields doesn't get hurt soon, he's about to he's on pace being sacked more than any rookie quarterback this year. And I just do not see this Bears team having any sort of luck on this Niners defense. With the Niners offense, he was actually looking pretty good with their rushing attack and having um, Jimmy Garoppolo back. That was three. I am going to do something that might shock some people. I don't know. I feel like this is a good – I feel like this is honestly a pretty smart play. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus three-and-a-half against the Cleveland Browns. With these divisional games, I really don't like taking favorites. I really like taking the points. They're usually very tight. I thought the Bengals and Ravens game was going to be tight, but, man, they absolutely blew them out the water. So, I mean, that helped mm-hmm. me last week. So, I just – I think the Steelers team, its they're not good. This Browns team is banged up. Chubb is coming back. Case Keenum is a game manager. I can see the Browns winning with the walk-off field goal. So, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers plus three and a half. Okay. And for my fifth and final pick, I'd – I, I, I want to get y'all's opinion on this, but I, I really like it here. And that's Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns against this Giants team. Now, Patrick Mahomes has been a little bit of a cold streak this past couple of weeks. And I'm looking forward to him bouncing back on primetime and Monday night against a hapless New York Giants team that just can't seem to really stop anyone. You know, I mean, they stopped the Panthers, but I feel like that's Sam Darnold <laughs> stopping the Panthers. I don't think that was the Giants stopping the, stopping the Panthers. I was more of Sam Darnold stopping the Panthers. And Patrick Mahomes and this chief offense is completely different than that Carolina Panthers offense that they played a week ago. So give me Patrick Mahomes over two-and-a-half passing touchdowns.
0: Okay. Well, Alex, I do have to say this. Never mention his name ever again. He who shall not be named, okay? This, this is correct. He is he's no longer to be named on a bet slip. On a podcast, in a newspaper, in a magazine, <laughs> on a cell phone, in the stat book, anything. I don't care. His name's on it, it's gone. Somebody's erasing it.
3: I don't even want to hear his mom calling by his name for that matter.
0: <laughs> if it is that, it's Samuel, okay? It's not it's not what we're called by Samuel. <laughs> it's only because he's probably getting in trouble when that's happening. So Alex, I like those picks. I'm a bit hesitant on the Mahomes two and a half. The only reason is it's because of that little hit that happened at the end of the game last week against the Titans. Obviously, he had help coming off the field, and he was fine answering questions after the game and post-game interviews. He passed concussion protocol, but... I don't know. Something just tells me something's not right with this Chiefs offense. I don't know if they're ready to gel yet. You know what I'm saying? You, you catch them adrift a little bit.
4: I am, but um, you know, it's it's just it's it's Patrick Mahomes and this Chief offense. They're going to figure it out, and no better place to do it than at home against one of the worst passing defenses in the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that the Titans last week were very close to the worst passing defenses in the league, but. We're just a better team overall. We can put pressure. I think we have better pass rushing than the Giants. And I think our offense posed more of a threat
0: than the Chiefs would have liked. Yeah.
4: And we held the ball a lot longer than what the Giants would probably be able to.
0: You are very correct. You're very correct. And as for Monday night's sake, I know it's a bit early, but Daryl Williams, anytime touchdown?
1: I can get behind it.
0: Yeah. Alex,
4: I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a good prop. I don't know um the status of
0: layer. I'm guessing he's out for this
4: week.
3: Yeah. He's still on the IR. Okay. Yeah,
0: I I am all on Daryl. Excuse me, Daryl Williams, not Henderson. I like Daryl Williams a lot. As anytime touchdown, I feel like in primetime games he steps up when people don't realize it. So uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, who have we not got to yet? Is it is it me now? Is it is it me? It's you. Uh oh. Uh-oh. We'll
1: Uh-oh.
0: Oh no. Somebody, somebody needs to. Oh, mm, somebody's got to calm me down. I'm getting a little too excited. I haven't even said anything.
3: Calm down, Nick.
0: There we go. All right. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first pick out of the NFL slot here, the 49ers minus three and a half. I know some of y'all took it on a field goal. Like Alex was saying, uh, whatever's going on in Chicago. It's going to continue. Nagy has COVID. And like Alex was saying, Justin Fields is a big problem right now because he keeps getting sacked. It's not his fault. It's more the fact that the offensive line isn't blocking for him. But also, I mean, he's been throwing picks left and right, and it's just not working out for him. So yeah, please give me the Niners. Um, The next one I have, this is a bit surprising. I know... The Steelers are playing the Brownies this week. And there's some plus money this week, like I said. I was like, there's some plus money to be taken. (laughs) I'm doing it, folks. I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers money line plus 142. Now, I get it. If Kareem Hunt is not back, I know Baker's not back. His shoulder's all messed up. Can Case Keenum really throw against this Pittsburgh defense?
4: I mean, that's, I feel like the Browns are going to be run heavy, like they were last week. Chubb should be coming back. Dearnish proved himself to be an absolute dog. Yep. But um, I think it's going to be more of a ground attack, and if the Pittsburgh Steelers can stop the run, man, this might get out of hand for the Cleveland Browns or for the Steelers just getting up on them.
0: That's what I'm thinking. If the if Cleveland's going to be one dimensional, then mm-hmm. and and don't get me wrong, like. Odell is, to me, like someone you just have to game plan for. But the real wide receiver you have to game plan for is Jarvis Landry. He is He's somebody that does damage on that Cleveland offense when the ball's thrown. So, yeah, Baker,
3: Baker likes throwing to
4: him more than he does to
0: Odell for sure. I think Jarvis may be out. I mean, he went out looked like a
4: pretty bad injury when he left the game last week. Oh, really? Oh, no, he said – never mind. There's a report five hours ago says he's for sure playing – See, he just he's there a ball he player,
0: is. baby. That's I mean, what that you gotta have in a franchise. Randy, okay. Well, next on my last three picks here. I'm with Kevin. Saddle up. Give me, give me my my spurs. <laughs> give me my little pistols. I gotta get my cowboy hat. Where's my horse at? I need Benny. I need Benny from camp, Alex. I need <laughs> Benny. I'm saddling <laughs> up, baby. Give me the cowboys. I think the cowboys are about to. Put a whooping on him this Sunday. I think Dak is fine. I remember when he was at Mississippi State, after the Auburn game, actually, when they went number one in the nation, there was a news article saying that he was in walking boots in both legs. That was like a normal week-to-week thing for him at Mississippi State because he was running so much. But, you know, now he had that little ankle injury last season that's carried on into this season, which is, he looks completely healthy. He just doesn't run as much as he used to. But the walking boot was more of a calf strain from what was told in some of the news reports. He'll be fine. He's going to keep throwing dots to CD. And plus, Michael Gallup is back this week. I'm very intrigued to see how they utilize him in this offense. It should be a a game to watch, to be honest with you. And as for my last two picks, give me the Arthur Smith revitalization of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm taking that money line. Frisky. Very frisky. I enjoy to live on the wild side when it comes to stuff like this. And as for my last pick, okay? (laughs) As for my last pick, Alex kind of gave me some crap, and so did Kevin about the bill spread and yada, yada, yada. I was on the Titans. I was backing Kevin's little bill spread, and Alex made a comment last week saying, I got to support the hometown team. Not me, but he was saying it about himself and it was kind of throwing a little shade at me and Jason. And I backed the Titans last week cause I was already going to do it. I, there was no doubt in my mind. So at plus money this week, we're not, we're, we're taking down the other ponies that live in Indianapolis. The ones in Dallas, it's a different breed. The ones in Indianapolis. Yeah. Th- those are not no wild stallions. They're about to be tamed. Hey, give me the Tennessee Titans in two tone blue. They're going to win by two touchdowns, by 14. Free ski. Free Now, I'm not Whoa. taking an alternate spread of plus four or minus 14. No, I'm not psychotic. No, no, no. I learned my lesson with the Rams last week at minus 19 and a half versus the, versus the Lions. That, that didn't happen. I saw first half. I was like, oh. This is not going to hit. Just isn't going to hit. So, yeah, give me the Titans money line. And if you parlay all that together, it gets you 2932 Bet $10, that gets you $293. And guess what? $0.26, cents, baby. Those <laughs> $0.26 cents can really come in handy, I swear. But, gentlemen, after saying my picks, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't NASCAR. We're not starting our engines. We are getting our pen and paper ready. It's like a 1930s radio show. You got to listen and write stuff down as I say it, okay? It's time for the NFP 1K Parlay. The crowd's going crazy. I hear them. The soundboard isn't saying nothing, but I hear them in my head. Um, let's get on to the NFP 1K Parlay, okay?
4: Before we get on, I would like to formally say, I know I didn't put them in as my five pigs, but I am absolutely smashing the Titans money line. I knew just other people were putting them in there. I wanted to put out some other picks for y'all to hit up on. And But, yes, Titans money line is the smash play of the week for me.
2: Oh, man. I just uh, – this is one I, I was going to ask you about, Nick, and you held off uh, for it till your last pick, man. I just – I just don't feel good about this game. I I personally I I think, I think it's a trap game. I think it's a trap game. I think it has New York Jets written all over it and
4: We have Julio and AJ. We're fine, uh, I baby. knew
2: you were gonna use that as an excuse. Oh we didn't have Julio and AJ. That isn't an excuse. It was that's... the Jets. I mean but that's a fairly good reason. When, when
4: you're passing to Chester Rogers and Westbrook E. K. N, the Jets receiving course, better than that. Hey, I like those guys. Oh my
2: <laughs> gosh. <laughs> you guys are delusional. Well,
0: Kevin to answer you your question, absolutely delusional. Kevin, to answer your question, buddy. This is not going to be a trap game. If there's any trap whatsoever, it's the defense getting trapped inside the guards because Derrick Henry's gonna pop one open for another like 70-80 yards. Like I-, I don't see why people are so scared about this game. Like Derrick Henry is setting legit records every time he steps on the field and laces up those cleats. And I'm not just trying to focal point Henry in this situation, not one bit. This Titans team as a whole, like last week watching them play defense, and Nathan and I, we talked about this for a good hour or so this past weekend. The Titans defense looked like primo. Like, they looked phenomenal. So if they can carry that into this week, I mean, how can you not take the Titans to win by fourteen?
3: I mean, we did by 14. I mean, we, we,
0: in years past, I
3: mean, we tend to struggle with Indianapolis, no matter how good we are and how bad they are, and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, I mean, I don't think it's crazy for him to feel suspect about it. I mean, I, I'm always nervous. I think the Titans can get it done, but I'm not saying it won't be a
0: close game. I will say this, and this is the last thing I'll say before the NFP 1K parlay. Normally, the Titans split games with the Jags and the Colts every year, just about. Am I correct, fellas?
4: The past couple of years, have been dominating the Jags, but yes. Right. The Colts. More so the Colts, yes. Right,
0: more so the Colts. Well, and I'm saying this once, and I will definitely come back on it if I'm wrong. I will admit to it 100%. If the Titans sweep the Colts, sweep the Jags, and sweep Houston, just sweep the whole entire division, the AFC South. They're going to the AFC Championship. I'm calling it right now. They're going to the AFC Championship, and on top of all that, I want to say Super Bowl, but I'm not going to because that's just an absolute troll machine of a comment. They're going (laughs) to the AFC Championship for sure.
3: We got to get the team healthy first. We got to get the defense healthy.
0: Listen, as a Titans fan now, I feel like you just have to be used to a 20-name-long injury report. You just have to get used to it at this point. Like The Titans are still performing at peak level with practice squad players to some degree. So, hey, if they need an offensive tackle, Alex, Kevin, suit up, all right? We'll see you out there on Sundays. If they need a tight end or some sort of wide receiver, hey, Nathan, you still got your helmet, right, and cleats? Yeah, buddy, you're Mm -hmm. suiting up. You're suiting up. All right.
2: (laughs) You know, I was just in our little group chat today talking about how I could block JJ Watt. So I'll suit up, man. I'll suit (laughs) up. No problem at all.
0: I mean, if he's in a hospital bed, sure, you can suit up. Yeah, you can block. Yeah, with
2: the shoulder injury, that's what I mean, guys. Oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! No swim moves on me with that shoulder.
0: (laughs) Get pad level, baby. Pad level. Well, let's get on to the NFP 1K parlay. I love this so much because you know what you can do, folks, that are listening. You can get one George Washington American US dollar out of your back pocket and slap it on the counter and say, Hey, I want to put this on a 13-leg parlay and it's gonna hit for a thousand dollars. And they're gonna look at you, they're gonna be like, Is this guy like effing crazy? What the hell is wrong with this guy? And he's like, No, I'm that confident. I know my football. We're going to hit this week and want to make people a lot of money. You know what? That's what we're doing today, boys. That's what we're doing. You have to have the mentality to go in there and get the right picks. And we're doing that now. Let's do it. All right. First game on the agenda is the Bills and Dolphins. Do we want to take the spread here at 13 and a half? Absolutely. Yeah, okay.
4: that's that's
3: safe. 13 and a half safe.
0: Nathan, Kevin? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. All right. The Falcons money line when I took it was at minus one forty eight. It jumped to minus one fifty two and now it has climbed all the way up to minus one seventy two. And they're playing the Panthers this week.
1: Who I've heard all of you say at some point today, I'm not putting any more money on yeah. the Panthers. So yeah, I, I feel I, like yeah. as a group we're gonna we're gonna
4: be going on the Falcons.
0: Okay, yeah. perfect. Falcons money line. Yeah. Now, just go ahead. some
4: spike. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just Darnold, man. He's just, he's he's going back to his old self. Without McCaff there, it, it, it's been a struggle show on offense
0: for him. And Falcons are looking a lot better every week. It's been a half calf type situation, right? A little half calf. <laughs> half calf? <laughs> half calf. Hey, we're splitting a half calf. <laughs> All right. Next game is Eagles and the Lions. This is a game that tempts me a lot because the Lions have been. Nathan said it earlier in the group chat. What would you say, Nathan?
1: They're the they're the best bad team I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> they are. They truly are. And this week, this week they are plus one sixty two on the money line against the I Philadelphia like
1: Eagles. Do, but I feel like they do. But I'm a, I'm also a Jalen Hurts believer as well. Oof!
0: Mm, not you a deliver. believer. Not a believer. Yes, I am not a believer. As they say in the South, Nathan, bless (laughs) your heart, buddy. Bless your heart.
1: (laughs) You like, you know, you when you're a fan, you cheer for, who you cheer for, and he's one of the people I cheer for, man. Okay. Like he, he works, he works at it, and I have to respect that.
0: Okay. So So Nathan's on the Eagles, is what it sounds like. But I was
1: betting. I'm taking that.
0: (laughs) Kevin.
2: You know I'm gonna kind of uh, be Switzerland on this one. I I do like Jalen Hurts. I, I agree with what Nate said. Um, I think he's gonna believe it or not pan out to be a good quarterback. Uh, maybe maybe not, maybe not sometime soon this season, but maybe later this season, next season. I think he becomes a good NFL quarterback. But all that being said, the Lions are due. They are doing, yep. I think, if if it's that, that first win of the season, why not the Eagles? Yeah. Uh, so give me the Lions. I love it. Plus. I,
3: I say uh, I, I feel you on the plus money and them getting their win, but what if they had two of their most heartbreaking, mm-hmm. crushing losses by a last-second field goal? I say we take the Lions
0: plus a field goal on the hook at home. Uh, yeah, I agree with Jason. Okay, plus three and a half. We're doing it. The Titans money line has gone to plus 110. It was at plus 108. Not much to read into it, just more extra juice. What are we feeling here, boys? I know we all Kevin, know what we're
4: taking. Yeah, Is it even a question? We, we all know is it we're even playing. a question?
2: It is. Uh, Besides
3: for Kevin O'Connor. Uh, against my
2: will. <laughs> Against my will and let it be known. <laughs> let it be known. You're outnumbered. you out... do not. I'm outnumbered. I'm You're, you're out i just do <laughs> right. But you know what? Just like Jason Haley said in our group chat, you push me up against a corner, I fight harder. Right. I fight harder, by golly. Don't nah, make me corner. You know, why not throw the Titans in there at plus 110? That, that's great odds. Okay. Now. Bet
0: with the heart. Exactly. In this situation, <laughs> we're betting with the heart as for the next game folks we have the rams versus the texans minus 14 and a half on the spread for the rams and then the over under is at 48 a whole number what are we feeling here
3: man if we could ditch the hook i don't know i know some of y'all are anti alternate spreads for some odd reason but uh if we could ditch the hook i would feel pretty good about la minus 13 and a half
4: I feel good about I mean, the Rams minus anything against the Texans. Honestly, the Texans, I mean, I do feel that. I'm fine
1: with thirteen and a half, considering when I looked at it earlier today, it was at fourteen and a half, which was an even worse hook.
0: So, how do we feel about the Rams minus nine and a half at minus one eighty five for this parlay?
1: I mean, I don't
3: think that's out of pocket either. Nine and a half is safe.
0: Do we watch. Watch. Cooper
1: Cup. Cooper Cup. You can take his receiving. Uh, Probs,
3: easily. Yeah. 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 He is having a monster season.
1: And Stafford loves throwing his
0: way. Now the next game we have is the Bengals and the Jets. I know a lot of people are on the Bengals, minus 10.5. I I have to say this. The Jets, they just signed Mr. Elite Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is elite to what they say. I don't know how elite that is. Uh,
3: hey, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Put some respect on yeah.
4: his name.
0: Yeah.
4: Joe Flacco is not playing. Really? Mm-hmm. You can't sign a guy at quarterback and make him start that same week.
0: I mean, it's Joe Flacco, though. Super yeah. Bowl champion. There will be no Joe Flacco playing on this podcast. So we're on Bengals, though, right? We're on Bengals? Yeah. Okay. Bengals minus 10 and a half. Perfect. Next game is Steelers and the Browns. What do we like here?
3: Mm, I'll probably feel good about the Steelers. What? What's the spread? Four and a half. Three and a half. Three. three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I I would take Pittsburgh probably plus the points.
0: Nathan and Kevin. I'm good with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm. I'm one, good with, with
1: letting like, that one ride. More okay. than confident.
0: You like money line on that, Nathan?
1: Oh. <sighs> Yeah, we, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly good with either on that. Guys, I, uh, think,
0: I think we got to go a little juice here. Let's go Moneyline.
1: I mean, it's we're here to make money. I'm good with Moneyline. I you're love it. You're here to make it. money.
0: You're Nathan, listening to this to make money. You're no longer in a rotation. You're in the starting 11. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> this is on, what man. I love to hear. Put me in the game, coach. Now, the next game is the Niners versus the Bears. The Moneyline has jumped from 172 to p- minus 200 for the Niners. The spread is minus three and a half. It stayed the same. We go on the spread, right? Yeah. Okay.
4: I should see this Bears offense is just so just... It's honestly sadder to watch them Darnold try to play because... Abysmal. It is just so abysmal. Even... I may I may not take it as far as I mean it may be worse than the Texans honestly I know the Bears have like two wins somehow but or is it one or two? I think they have three. No joke. Wow, I have no clue how they did that. But, yeah, I don't. I don't either. But um, it, it looks. I mean, I know they just played one of the best defenses in the league, but they past two weeks they looked like they can't throw it. They can they can run it and they're gonna run it, but. I just don't see if if you can't if you're if you're one dimensional you're just not going to win NFL football games which the Bears have been yeah
0: now for the next game though is the Jags and the Seahawks a lot of similar money lines here plus one fifty four minus one eighty four Seahawks are playing at home you know they played last week Sunday night what do we think here do we think the Jags get their second win of the season or are are the Seahawks going to capitalize with Geno Smith, again, at the helm. Is he going to throw for over 200 yards? You know, that sounds terrible, but that's like a half for Dak Prescott. I mean, 200 yards is like easy cheddar. But for Geno, it's a full game. What do we think here?
3: I think this is a coin flip game, no joke, with no Russell Wilson. I do – I mean, I'm not confident. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that the Jags
0: are going to win, but I think they could. We're doing it. We're coin flipping this, folks. The coin is one and zero on this podcast. We're doing it again. Heads, which is which? The heads right here. This is Abraham Lincoln, a twenty twenty one cent February coin. Okay, Abraham Lincoln is heads, and he will be for the Jaguars. The Seahawks are tails, and it's the crest of the one cent on this penny. Here we go. The flip. It's rolling.
3: What a coin noise!
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you like this smirk on my face? They know what it is. I think that says Urban Meyer. It does. (laughs) It does say Urban Meyer. (laughs) It is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they get it done this week.
3: Let's go for it, man! Why not? On the road. Hashtag
0: hashtag.
3: why not? Hashtag Hashtag why not? not?
4: Dude, I think, y'all a coin. Are, I think y'all are both correct saying that it's a coin flip game. The the Seahawks just aren't the same without Russell and the Jags are they can throw it now. Like I think Trevor's a better quarterback than Gino in my humble opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. And I I went Went Seahawks is one of my picks, and y'all just insulted me pretty much. That's, <laughs> that's all that was right there. That's all that was right there. It was a big old flash in my face, and I don't appreciate it either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Sorry, I'm gay guys. I don't care, man. It's all good. I said, it, I said
3: it was a coin flip game, so I think Seattle could win as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, I would go with
1: Seahawks just because, you know, uh, the loudest game in football. On the road, I think that the Seahawks fan base are gonna have their back this game, and
0: they're gonna squeak one out. Alex, Thank you, Nate. Thank Alex you. you're the decider here. Me and me and Jason are on Jacksonville. Am I muted again? No, you're no, here. We hear you. Jarwin said Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah Jacksonville. okay. I,
4: I mean, I, I was, I, I'm a fan of the coin flip, and if if,
0: if the coin says exactly. Jacksonville, then give me yeah. Jacksonville, baby. The coin's going for two and O this week. All right, all right. Two and I love it. I Stupid. think Jacksonville
4: gets the second win.
0: The next game is the Patriots and the Chargers. All uh, right, it's got to be Chargers, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, take them on the spread or money line, minus two ten. Uh, just played.
3: I mean, yeah. he just played safe played with the safe.
0: Uh, next game: the Washington football team and the Denver Broncos. Now, Jerry gross. Judy's supposed to come off IR this week. I don't think he's getting a lot of snaps in this upcoming game in Week Eight. So, I mean, this Washington defense hasn't been the greatest at all either this year. What are we thinking here? What what what's the genesis? I kind of like Nathan's
4: out. little pick, little under.
0: You like the under?
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the under. Oh, yeah, yeah I like that. I, the only reason I took
1: the under is, like, right now, like, Taylor Heineke, he's gotten much better. I've watched, I don't know how I've ended up watching oh, almost geez. all their games, but he's gotten so much better. And the Broncos just haven't figured it out. They're trying their hardest, but they just haven't figured it out.
0: Do you think they need to do more of their run game, or what's the situation there?
1: It's they uh who got hurt for them. Their starter got hurt, and they put in Drew Locke, and they just they still don't have it all together. Teddy two gloves, he's, baby. He's he's got twelve. Yeah, Teddy two gloves got uh twelve TDs and five picks, and I think they honestly do need to rush the ball more. They have Melvin Gordon, and he only has three hundred fifty yards.
0: Yeah, it's just they're just not utilizing all their assets on their team. So we're going with the under though, forty four and a half. Uh, yeah, I
1: love it. Yes. I like the under.
0: That's what I like to hear. Next game is the Bucks and the Saints. This is an afternoon 3.30 game. Uh, Minus 215 on the money line. I was watching something today for my fantasy football. I made a wild, wild move to put Mike Evans on my bench. Does not play well versus Lattimore. In the last three seasons, he only has like under 200 yards. And I'm thinking in my head, Yikes. So I started Emmanuel Sanders over him. That's just my personal thing here. But the Bucks overall, even without throwing to Mike Evans, have a lot of weapons running the ball, passing the ball, however you want to look at it. Even without Gronk, um, I think the Bucs can get it done though. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, just I say Bucks money line. I don't want to play with the points for the one K parlay divisional yeah. matchup.
1: Although uh, Jameis Winston's taking care of the ball pretty well this season so far, um, I think this is going to be a game where he's going to have a lot of trouble against that Bucs defense. And he's going to get, I like his player props to throw an interception.
0: I like that, Dave. I like that. I lot. feel that.
3: It's not a bad idea either.
0: I have to tell you guys something. As we've been recording this podcast, the Cowboys' money line has went from minus money to plus money. Which is more smiley face for me? They're at plus one ten. Cool, it's cool. Yeah, Alex. I mean, wait, yeah. We're, we're just gonna acknowledge Alex. Like, oh, it's cool. It's it's kosher. Like, you know, it's like, all good.
4: I'm not a boys fan. I it hurts me to say that they're good, but they're a good team. I definitely like the over, man. These two teams can definitely score on each other. Okay. But if we're gonna pick a, if I had to pick a side, I mean, a gun to my head, I'm, I'd pick the Cowboys.
0: Shall we probably, use the and, coin? And I'd probably end up dying. Shall we use the coin, folks? I mean, I
3: like the Cowboys. No, I like Cowboys. them plus money.
0: Cowboys. Okay, we're on the Cowboys. No, I love
3: no, it. No coin flip
2: necessary. Yeah,
0: we don't need to disrespect Kev twice. <laughs>
2: Cowboys nation.
0: There you Cowboy go. Cowboy nation forever. And for the last and final game of this 1K parlay, the Monday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're hosting the New York Giants. It is a minus 10 spread, minus 450 money line, over under 52 and a half. What are we thinking?
2: It's
4: just, it's been rough to say, like. They're untrustworthy. It's really untrustworthy, but I just, man, like I feel like this is the week they finally find something and put up some big points against this team. Something in so, my gut telling me that the the Chiefs come to play on this Sunday night.
0: So you like the Chiefs? I do like the Chiefs. And I, I are will. You, are
4: you just on the money line or no, the point? No, no, no. Money line, heck, no, minus nine. They're gonna. I, I think they're gonna. I think, especially like a lot of these Giants players, they're Tony, Tony Galladay, and Saquon are trending in the right direction. But all of them coming off of pretty serious injuries, man. I just don't know. I don't know how this Giants team moves the ball. with, a very banged up roster. Yeah.
0: Well, I will say this because we've picked all the games for this week. If you put a dollar on all of this, fellas, we're well over a thousand dollars. Yeah, we're we're bringing in not only one, not two, but a little bit around the three mark of some of these little uh, little checks they send out in the mail from the government. Those little stimulus thingies. Yeah, we get about three of those on this right here. So we're at uh forty five hundred dollars and uh sixty-nine cents. Can't forget about And We about are one hundred
3: percent that this is going to hit. So bet everything on it. Screw the one dollar, throw
0: ten, <laughs> throw fifty, throw a hundred. Well joking, folks. <laughs> if you put ten on it, I'm not trying to enforce people to do this, not encouraging it, but if you would like to put ten dollars on it, as Jason is saying. You could not Jason is win. not saying that. He's not saying that. He just said it as an example. You could win $45,000. Nick, can you can you send me a little uh, copy and paste with these picks? Oh, absolutely. Don't you worry, bud. I, I already right. got it placed. It's in my book. I'll send yeah. you a whole screenshot yep, of I it. I a screenshot of it. it. It's going on. By the way, folks, all these people that listen to the Nick Frazier podcast, all these picks get posted the week after all these happen. So if you're not paying attention to the Instagram page, you need to do that. And I really said it. I did a week after all these take place. It's because you got to listen to the podcast to get the picks. I'm sorry. But for the NFP 1K Parlay, because I'm so confident that we're going to hit this week, I'm going to put this bad boy out on the Nick Frazier podcast Instagram page. I might even put it on an Instagram reel. I might do something crazy with it. Make a wonderful graphic that people be like, oh my God, we could win some some big cash this week. <laughs> I could buy my mom a new car. Like, that's what people are thinking in their brain. You know what if I'm saying? If you have fellas? a gambling problem,
2: please call the Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: If you have a gambling issue or problem of some sort, or you just want to talk to a friend that works with the Tennessee gambling people, <laughs> by all means, call the 1 800 or 1 86 number, whatever it is. The Tennessee Red Line, as Kevin says. You know,
2: I've I've honestly been curious. I'm scared if I call them, they'll shut down all my accounts. I wonder what (laughs) that phone call's like. And honestly, I'm curious.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? Maybe one of our wonderful listeners to the Nick Frazier podcast can tell us. For the people that do listen and you know bet with us on these picks, um, let us know. I mean, don't encourage you to do it, but hey, if you want to, go ahead, by all means. You know what? To end out the podcast, we have our 1K parlay that brings out to 4,500. I think we're done. Are we done? Are there any, any last words that I'm forgetting? Titans all the way, baby. Yes, Titans all the way. Jason, Kevin.
3: Let's go be great this weekend. Let's go be great today.
0: Let's go be great. Nathan, first timer. Come on. Don't be shy.
1: I just the I was <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Nick Fraser Podcast this week. It's been wonderful having everybody on. Um, we're going to be doing this every week as usual. And we're going to be making sure all of you go home with a little bit of extra green in your pocket. So again, thank you so much for listening to the Nick Frazier podcast. If you want to follow in between episodes, go head on over to Instagram and follow the Nick Frazier podcast on Instagram. You'll see a wonderful logo of mine on there. It has a white background. Go give us a follow. Give us a shout out. Share with a couple friends or family members, whatever it is, because we want to grow this page. We want to try to get this podcast up to 3,500. 3,500 folks. A couple episodes ago, I said I want to get to 3,000 as a personal goal. Well, you know what? October's almost over and we've already got 3,000. 3,000. That's pretty impressive. Now let's get to 3,500. So again, thanks so much and we'll see you all on the next episode. Peace.